Hello. Well, hello. You can hear me fine. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me fine? Perfect. Perfect. Great connection. Great, great, great. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for joining me. Oh, good. I'm just, oh, made a nice cup of tea. Okay. So what I was going to do was just basically introduce what we're going to do today and talk about some pretty real emotions that I know a lot of people have been and do struggle with every day. Uh, That feeling is sort of feeling a bit lost, extremely low and want to be a better version of themselves every day. I know I feel blessed right now because I have Natasha with me today who's going to share her story and what she was battling with, roadblocks which held her back. She's now done some life coaching with me for over the past month I think it's been and um, I know that loads of people will be able to relate. Um, So hi Natasha. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for being super brave and sharing this experience and journey with me. No worries. Yeah. Obviously Mm -hmm. if there's anything, you know, we won't go too too deep if you don't feel comfortable but um, let's just dive. Oh, you're amazing. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's just jump straight in, okay? So if you don't mind, what was your main reason you were looking at doing some coaching with me for? I think I'd, I think the last year or two, I think lockdown, I live in London, so our lockdown started like it was quite intense along about, you know, 16th of March, something like that, 2020, and I went through a massive change with my family and be, I had just started a new job. I then ended up having to start a new job in lockdown and have no support or anything like that. Then um, my husband, who's usually away, was home 24-7. I have three teenagers. They were home 24-7. There was a lot going on. There wasn't much to do. All the normal things that I enjoyed doing, going out, meeting friends, drinking, um, socialising, that sort of thing, you couldn't do. So there was all this intense pressure and stress and no joy and that went on for quite a while and even then we came out of lockdown which I feel for you guys now because you're going through the same sort of thing we Mm. um we went through it but then it was still mini versions of that so everything was still very strange we still didn't really socialize I feel like we became a bit institutionalized and we stopped sort of meeting up with friends you became a bit more everyone was very wary and I think yeah it started from then um yeah I I just felt a bit lonely I felt a bit sort of I've always had issues with on and off depression or feeling Mm. low but I actually I think it just became a bit more real because we weren't you weren't doing all those things you didn't have your support system like you used to you'd meet up with your friends for a coffee and you'd have a chat or whatever um and then I just yeah I felt a bit sort of on my own even though I've got like lovely family and lots of children and there's things going on but it's just it's not the same everyone had their own sort of things and they're all still you know dealing with their school work and uni work and Jerry's still dealing with his job but I think I just felt a bit detached from my my network of friends and then that sort of just went on for quite a long time and made us all we all just became a bit distant 
And mm. then I just, I wanted to start sort of, I wanted to just, I was looking at everything over the whole. I wanted to maybe feel a bit better about myself, lose a bit of weight, maybe sort of just get into more things for me. I think I'd been a mum for, you know, a long time by that point. And I just... I felt like 20 years of focus on children and family and now what? Now they're all growing up and moving away or um, they don't need me as much. And I just felt a bit like, okay, what do I do now? Mm. And then I just sort of, um, so yeah, I think I started about January this year. I started like doing a bit more exercise, started thinking more about my um, weight, that sort of thing. And then actually just assessing what I was doing and self-sabotaging myself. And a lot of that was drinking. So that's mm-hmm. the other thing with lockdown. You get to that point where there's no joy. There's no nothing sparks joy. You're all a bit, there's nothing to do. Five o'clock comes around and it's like, right, let's have a drink. And my husband will be at home waiting for me to come home and then go, oh, quick, let's have a gin and tonic. And that will be the nice bit of the day. So yeah. that that was quite, that became a ha- really bad habit. And then I just feel that um, then that's like a, a snowball effect. You then, it makes you feel more down or it makes you feel more foggy headed and you just feel a bit like you're sort of on the back foot the whole time. And I think I remember speaking to you just saying, I just don't, I can't get out of this. I just feel like I'm in a rut. I need to just sort of pick myself out of it, but I don't know how. I want to be the best version of myself and mm-hmm. I just constantly sabotage myself or whatever. And I wanted to be a bit more positive. I feel feel that positivity breeds positivity like if you're if you if you're negative and you're constantly going on about negative things you, you bring yourself down even more do you know what I mean it's of almost course. like the, mm. yeah power of positive thinking that sort of thing but yeah I just yeah I wanted to sort of just wake up and go come on I need to just do something I've got it I'm the only one that can sort this out I can't yeah. rely on other people but yeah that's why I think I came to you and just said I think I need some extra help because nothing was really I wasn't getting anywhere yeah. Yeah. Well, that was one of my questions actually, but also um, why, like, what did you find was if you could go back to that, the biggest challenge, the biggest thing you wanted to to shift? Um, I think there was just, I think several, I think a lot of it was also my roadblocks on myself like yeah. not not able to having the courage to like silly things like the courage to do things so like since we've been I've been doing some therapy with you I've had the courage to go and try new things and it sounds really silly because like if you met me I'd, you'd think I was a confident person would go and do mm. various things but like I'd been desperate to go swimming at this outdoor pool that's near us and I was like oh no I couldn't possibly do that on myself on my own I'll do it by myself or whatever and oh no no and I'd like literally for about a year I've been thinking about doing it and mm. then after this I was like yeah I'm gonna do it and then I spoke to somebody else and someone else said my friend Wendy and she said oh yeah let's do it and then we've started going we've, we've now started going twice a week which is unheard of Brilliant. and I just love it it it's all it's not about the pleasure seeking it's about bringing joy making you feel good making you feel a better person but mm-hmm. it's not damage it's not damaging you know what I mean it's not like yes. going out doing really nilly things it's sort of all and then even like I've asked Tallulah like my youngest and um, Scarlett said oh come on come with me and like they have and it's actually been a really nice thing that yeah just doing different things and thinking a bit more outside of what I my normal routine that sort of thing as well that's brilliant isn't it so you've got past Mm. like sort of self uh, sabotaging yourself and now it's become inclusive it's not just about your dream it becomes a a dream bigger than yourself where you've got now your children involved and friends involved that's amazing that's brilliant and you don't realize as you said when you're in the the thick of the fog 
what is possible. Exactly. You know, and then it sort of opens it all up. Definitely. And even just the little things and then like writing it down and then thinking about it a bit later or just having, it's just like little triggers of things we talked about. And I went, yeah I'm going to do that or things like I really I really love reading but if like I'd stay up late to try like try to spend more time with my husband or we'd stay up and have a few drinks and then I, I wouldn't want to read and I was thinking actually I really would like to just go to bed and read my book for two hours rather than sit downstairs and watch something I don't really want to watch mm-hmm. and I I felt like I was constant that sounds horrible constantly compromising but yeah. compromising myself and then I'd be like not very nice about it or not very yep. graceful and then uh, in the end everyone was happy everyone seems happier if I make decisions nice decisions like it's not a big deal but if I turn around and say actually do you mind if I just go upstairs to bed and I'm going to read my book and everyone's like mm. yeah do whatever you want whereas before I'd be sort of like begrudgingly okay I'll watch a movie or you know that yep. sort of thing yeah, and I, as so you're compromising little, again. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not achieving anything, is it? You you no. need to be selfish in a positive way. It allows you yeah. then to reach your full potential, Definitely. you know, and then it makes you a better person for yourself, for your kids, for your partner, for your friends, for yeah. family, for everybody. And you need to almost this is what we talked about, obviously, but you need to schedule that time and yeah. reading, even if it's thirty minutes a day, but something that means something to you, something that creates value something that Mm. gives you motivation that's what you know it's such a a powerful thing yeah that's brilliant brilliant Mm. and do you feel now that you're living the life that you're born to live as opposed to (laughs) sort of cruising along you're on that yeah yeah, cruising on sort of sleepwalking yeah yeah definitely I definitely feel more um what's the word more present I feel have a positive attitude so like this afternoon so at the moment my husband works away during so we went from lockdown where he was not working remote like working remotely so from like on the computer or whatever but literally in the kitchen every day from that to him being away for like a week like coming back on Friday nights leaving Sunday nights sort of thing and so I found that really hard just sort of like I miss him and when he comes back he's not he's not present he's a bit sort of stressed or he's you know still thinking about his job or whatever Mm -hmm. and um Sunday well we had a long weekend this weekend but Sunday is usually the worst day because he sort of gets up and gets ready to go and he's mentally and today we actually had a really nice day and it's also about me managing my expectations so that I don't just like kick off or sort of get cross with him or he's like I'm not a mind reader blah blah and I'm I try and sort of manage my own expectations so say okay he's going he's getting ready to go but we can still spend a little bit of time together so Mm. like he was he he was sort of like getting a bit not anxious but he was sort of getting ready to go and I was like come on let's just sit down he sat down with me Scarlett and we had a game like a board we were playing a board game and we ended up sitting down for an hour playing a board game but normally we wouldn't do that because I just sort of like oh leave him be or he'd be sort of like stressing about what he'd already be working so Mm. for me it was actually really nice and we but we all I think it's just acknowledging everyone's different it's all it's like a positive thing but Mm. also thinking thinking about other people but then also self-preservation for myself and saying okay he's going to be doing this and it's that's okay just managing expectations so I don't get wound up and yeah, and, and enjoying the moment, nicer. being present in the moment. Yeah, enjoy what you yeah, have because you know that obviously the yeah. the next thing is he'll go away again, but he comes back, and it's yeah. just part yeah. of the way it is at the moment. So, do you find yeah. through 
all the coaching we did and through the process, did you find it's given you much more of a positive outlook on what the future oh, looks definitely. like now? Yeah, definitely. you can see a bit more. Yeah. Also, just thinking about goals for the future, like I think mm. I was definitely sort of living just day-to-day existing and mm-hmm. I, f- I found some, what, I can't remember what you called it, but in planning or whatever yes, and you're yes, going right and and imagine mm. your timeline you're going oh, imagine your, imagine in six years time imagine yourself in 10 years time and I was like oh my god how old will I bloody be in 10 years time or <laughs> 20 years time I couldn't even, I can't even think that far ahead because I just think in the moment I'm thinking about yes. this season thinking about summer I'm thinking about winter the next thing would be Christmas I'm not thinking in 10 years time like that no. just that that blew my mind I was just like oh my god what would be happening in 10 years time and unconsciously that's obviously where your mind was taking you and yeah. do you remember when you went as far as 20 years from oh now my goodness. what you saw yeah. and how you felt can you share any of that yep yeah, it was like, um, you know, on that show, um, that uh, the kids movie Up, and it's the mm-hmm. old lady and the old man sitting in their little chairs looking out the window. <laughs> it was like that. I was the old granny with the grey hair. And the kids <laughs> would come around with their kids and they'd like visit us and we'd be the grandparents. And I was like, that has just blown my mind. I kind of like, it's always been my kids are like such a big part of my life. But now... Mm they're sort of getting ready to fly the nest and sort of one's gone off to uni come back one's about to go to uni the next one's not very far away from going to uni so it just feels yeah things all of a sudden feel like they've moved on really quickly but Mm. that's because I wasn't really I wasn't forward thinking I wasn't planning for what was the next round the corner or whatever I was just thinking oh yeah let's just get through almost like let's just get through this bit and then we'll see what the next bit is you know (laughs) Mm, mm. no definitely and you could see who you were there with and you could see a lot of detail couldn't you um I remember asking you and you could describe even um the the chairs that you and Jerry were sitting on down to the color and I remember yeah. you saying, um, you know, the pictures that were on the wall and they were your children. It was their wedding photos, yeah. and which is pretty yeah. amazing to think where the mind takes you unconsciously. So because, yeah. Well, yeah, but I just, I, because you were in the moment, I could see your face <laughs> and you just got all this lovely warmth to your face and you had the biggest smile. And it was just pure joy and happiness, <laughs> which um, that's what I love, obviously. That's my favourite part of um, the process of of seeing what's possible, mm. seeing, you know, beyond, you know, all the messy middle bits or, you know, you sort of got that gap where yeah. there's a lot to feel and there's a lot to feel for yourself. But, you know, mm. the end, if, if not the end, but 20 years at that end, Mark, <laughs> where you will be yeah. and – and you described it as, you know, can you remember how you described it as how you I felt? No, no, it's a lot to take in when you see it. But I know you were saying you're just happy and just content. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, content, um, yeah. and it's kind I'm feeling of feeling nice. grateful. And yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty, um, pretty powerful feeling, isn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to do because obviously you and I had done the timeline process before where we did a lot of the past things where mm-hmm. we sort of let go of a lot of the negative emotions. We keep all the memories intact, yeah. absolutely perfect. But when you eliminate all those negative emotions like fear and sadness and, you know, overwhelming, all those sorts of things. Anger, the past, yeah. Yeah, anger, definitely. Yeah. And that was something, you were amazing. You went straight to that 
root cause really quickly and mm. you found it and you released it really quick and then moved on, which the process is is pretty quick anyway. Mm. But it's easier to go back to the past because, you know, unconsciously it's all there. It's in a filing system. But then when you go forward, it's kind of the unknown because, like mm. you said, you're just on that roller coaster and you're going day by day, month by month, season by season. You're not yeah. necessarily thinking one day, you know, where am I going to live? Who am I going to live with or yeah. not? Or, yeah, those sorts of things. It's quite yeah. – it's, it's great and I've never – I mean, it's all positive things. I've never, ever had anyone sort of future pace with any bad outcomes, of course. But um, mm. so now do you feel is it something that you would continue with coaching? And if so, um, would you now know the signs to reach out? Yeah, you definitely. Know, if, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the hardest things, though, is to reach out, isn't it? I think to actually mm. admit that you're not really coping or you're not really having the best. And that's the thing with special things like social media, Instagram, yep. whatever, everyone else is having the best time and you're thinking, oh, shit, I'm not. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's right. How, how do you sort of say that without being the boring, you know, dull, you know, the bringing every, the drain or the radiator sort of thing? Mm-hmm. But you just, I, I think it's worth pursuing to get the best out of yourself. And I think yeah. that I really do feel I'm in a better place than I was six weeks ago. I just felt like I was, a, I was drowning a bit. I don't, I can't even, I can't really explain it. I just felt there was no joy. There was no spark of joy. Um, yeah. And I felt, and the whole thing about self-sabotaging, I felt like I wasn't helping. Now I feel like I've got a few more tools to help myself or triggers or sort of to say actually I don't want to be doing that this is what I want to be doing I feel a bit mentally stronger right well that was the outcome wasn't it you wanted to be you know the best parent you could be the best partner you could be um everything in your life the best friend you could be the best employee you could be there's all those sorts of things that you said Mm. to me these were your achievable goals and in that short span you've done such a turnabout which is great because, and as you said, you know, you're coming into, you know, hopefully not too soon, but you're coming into those winter months yeah, where it's the time to really focus still on what you want to achieve and what you want to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah, so you've it's got all that there now. Yeah, and little things. So, like, writing, I remember, like, when we were yes. younger, we used to write letters all the time. And mm. then so you've been writing me letters. And that's something I've really enjoyed the last couple of weeks is just writing letters when I'm just like, right, I'm going to write. Because that's the thing with the time difference. I can't just ring you sometimes or I can't mm. just sort of pick up the phone. This has happened or this is a drama or whatever. And so I've just been writing you letters. And also when I receive those letters, I just mm. love it. Like, I, like honestly, it makes me laugh out loud every time. I'm just like crying with some of the things you've written <laughs> to me. And it just it just makes me feel so much closer to you as well that I'm not so on the other side of the world, not able. Mm. That's the other thing at the moment. I'm so angry that we can't come home. I'm so angry that we're not able to come into the country. Like we're supposed to come home last Christmas and then we're supposed to come in this Christmas but who knows when we'll be allowed back in so that's, that's right. been preying on my mind and and all and you guys as well not being able to travel it's just there's such an 
underlying sort of anxiety or stress that you just mm. you just don't know what's going to happen right. next and but yeah. you feel now you're controlling the things that you can control the things that are out yeah. of your control we're just going to have to ride out and that's okay because yeah. we will get those things and you will come back yeah. to australia at some yeah. point it's just a it's just a time and it's all the uncertainty and while you're saying with writing like Sam, I've always been a big writer and um and journal writing I know you've been doing that and there's two different types of journal writing you know we have you know not like dear diary you have you know your your outcome sort mm-hmm. of journal writing which is what I've been you know explaining to you and then you have your planners you know your planners are your everyday ones you know your daily activities your to-do list your groceries you know who you're having coffee with that sort of thing but when it's Mm. actually outcome journaling that's something I find and I know you do now every day Mm. which is you know your ideas of what your dream is what you have learned or what you want to learn or you know what's the most important thing and by putting it, by putting pen to paper, validates it and makes it yeah. more achievable, you know, makes it um, something that's definitely. And then I have sort of big goals too and the big goals are things that may not come about for a year. They may not come about for two years and that's okay but yeah. I've sort of acknowledged it. How are you going with that? Do you find you're still? I'm, I'm struggling with the big goals. Okay. I think, I'm, I think at the moment I'm still small fry. I'm a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm still sort of like, um, yeah, I'm just baby steps. So mm-hmm. sort of like every day, like in trying to enjoy every day, things that I enjoy, then writing down things, oh, I can do that. Why don't I do that? These are the things or this is what I miss doing or um, things that I need to speak to people about instead of just thinking about or being annoyed by things and then like I've talked to you about uh yeah various things with Jerry sort of saying mm-hmm. like, oh why does instead of him like leaving on a Sunday why doesn't he leave early on a Monday morning and then we then we don't have that stress of the Sunday and, and I talked to him about that and he goes oh yes now that the trial's sort of nearly fin- near like at the end I mm-hmm. can I can actually don't have to be there like tomorrow you won't be able to but um yeah so he said like next week he's gonna like try and go and the thing is he's not a mind reader so he doesn't right. know I'm feeling stressed about things or that's how I'm feeling and he mm. just thought that I I couldn't wait for him to go he's like oh you're really cross at me all the time so there you go because actually, he can't read your mind either can you? exactly, it both ways. exactly. Yeah. and it's that I find that really positive writing those little things down saying okay I might speak to Jerry and say this or things like we were talking about I really miss my sister Steph and I don't speak to her as much as I wish as I I'd like to and mm. I was like maybe I might start writing her letters or I might start like trying to ring her on a regular day and sort mm-hmm. of just yeah just things like that I well that's the other thing yeah. I was gonna say like scheduling things like obviously scheduling yes. time for yourself yeah. but scheduling you know moments like that moments you know to spend time with who you want to spend time with or to have conversations whether it's the children whatever it is but also Mm. allow that time to schedule time for yourself obviously but it's just as important to say okay well how about on a Tuesday your um 7 p.m or whatever the time difference Mm is that's just our time now it might be 20 minutes but it's quality 20 minutes and it's yeah it's a once a week thing. So as much as you've got a lot to say those yeah. first couple of weeks, but then over time it just becomes this natural flow and yeah. the 20 minutes will become really meaningful. It'll, yeah. you know, make a big difference. I mean, that's something I got out of one of the um, the amazing courses I did recently and they said you can spend eight hours of being distracted on something or you can spend two hours on working deep. And 
it makes such, such a difference a, yeah, for me. Brilliant. Yeah, because yeah. you do. You can sort of fluff your way through the day and think, hmm, mm. what have I accomplished? But you, you feel busy, your body's tired, or you can actually really, and that's part of scheduling, and I feel I need to schedule my journal writing. I need to schedule my exercise. And all this is for mental as well as, you know, body and mind. It's everything yeah. sort of comes in together. For me, and I know you and I have talked about this, I have a freezing cold shower every morning. Now I know that's not ideal in winter, but that's the best <laughs> time to do it because it accelerates my mind. It literally <laughs> wakes me up and gets me in the right headspace. I don't look forward to it ever. I don't <laughs> think, yay, I'm going to have a cold shower today. It's, it's not that, but it's about breaking habits. And yeah. it will be so easy to have a warm shower and just be comfortable and then you're still in that sleepy mode or yeah. have that cold shower and I'm like, right, I'm almost kicking myself up the butt and getting that, you know, and it's a huge step to do. And a lot of people, I couldn't do that. Why couldn't you do that? Who's telling you you can't do that? Yeah. You're telling yourself you can't do that. So by creating new habits and setting yourself, even little goals like that, have a cold shower yeah. one day a week and see where you go. You know, what's the worst thing? It just it rejuvenates you. It makes a huge difference. It's unbelievable. But you're putting warm clothes on afterwards. It's just that exactly. moment, you know. But, yeah, that's all about, like I know you and I have discussed creating new habits and also setting with journal writing realistic goals. Like, And I like to break it down with, you know, what are you going to accomplish in the next 24 hours, mm. just 24 hours, and then seven days, 30 days. 60 days and then 90 days. That's all quite realistic when you're yeah. looking at it and breaking it down that way. But what you need to do is what you're going to do to take uncomfortable action. So you're setting yourself a deadline. Yeah. So nobody can do it for you. It's it's for yeah. you to do yourself. And then underneath, what's a good idea of something I learned recently too, how will you feel when you've accomplished it? Give yourself, mm -hmm. you know, one to ten sort of scale, how will you feel once you do it? And then also think about how will you feel if you don't accomplish mm. it. That's a little bit heavy to sort of take that on. So, yeah. but it's good to have both of those emotions because you can look back and think, right, I am going to accomplish it. And they're, you know, achievable goals. They're not something that um, are unrealistic, but it's definitely something that makes you take uncomfortable action outside the norm and that's how you motivate yourself when we go through different value levels mm. to further ourselves right yeah Sorry, I get on a bit of a tangent but it's just something no, no, that's no, no. such a um it's exciting for me and I love seeing people go through those different you know value levels where you're just getting higher and higher and you think what next yeah how exciting like I've never got to a point in my life where I think mm, I'm content with who I am and where I am right now there's always something and I know that's you know the way I am but it's always on the up I don't allow myself to go down the slope mm. but if I do feel myself we all do we're all human you go down that little bit I think right stop what am I doing wrong what do I need to do to correct it and how do I get myself back in that focus yeah and I do I have a coach you know I have someone that I I have a mentor that I go to so I think it's important for everyone to have that sort of accountability partner where it's okay to reach out to. There's no judgment. There's yeah. no, you know, it's a safe space. Um, 
Yeah, and that's how you accomplish things. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, I was just going to say it's funny because we've known each other forever mm. and I would have thought that it would have been harder to talk to you, like even though we could talk mm. about everything, but mm. I would have thought it would have been harder to admit things because some things are really uncomfortable of to even admit to myself. And mm. then you sort of think, oh, once I put it out there, that's it's even more real. Yeah. So I was surprised at how, I could actually talk to you about various things. And mm-hmm. I suppose it's that whole thing you always, you're always afraid people are going to judge you or mm-hmm. it's going to be taken a different way. But I think when I've, yeah, when I've had these conversations with you, it's you sort of talked to me and sort of said, well, how does it make you feel? What do you want to do about it? So it's not sort of your opinion, no, it's you trying to help me, that's but right. help myself. You're taking the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was going to say, of course. But everything I do, because people will say, like even, you know, you and I talking now, and it's interesting actually because when I was first um, sort of shown how to do podcasts or how to interview people or anything like that, you need to talk to the person as if they're your best friend. And I'm like, well, that's great. (laughs) And that's sort of a natural flow, blah, blah. But, um, But this process that, everything that I've been taught and everything, it's not about me. A hundred percent it's not about me. And it's that is probably the most difficult thing because when you do have that rapport with someone and that closeness with someone, naturally you get protective. Naturally you want to mm. fix it. But I that switch is completely flicked off. And mm. it is one hundred percent in the process about that person. So even if you might bring something up about um a fear or a concern or something that really really deep affects your day-to-day living mm. now you may have said that you and I've had conversations about all sorts of things but I'm not thinking about anything like that it's completely wiped it's I'm present in that moment because it's mm. about you does that make sense so when definitely everything we've done and also through the process it's all your mind it's where you want your outcome to be it's all yeah. your goals, your dreams. I'm not planting. I can't pop those things in there. That's mm. something, you know, we're not getting into what I think's right for you. It's about what you think's right for you. Yeah. yeah. It's also, I remember you, that one of the things you said to me, you said, I, I hate seeing you in pain. And I suppose mm. I had also looked at it like that because you look at pain as like physical pain or anguish or whatever. And I, I think because I felt I was just, you know, going along in a bit of a daydream and mm-hmm. nothing it wasn't you know I've got a nice life I have a, you know various things are you know good in my life blah 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 I was thinking oh well I'm not really in pain but actually when I look back now to where I was to where I am now mm. I was completely lost I just felt so just lonely and sad and mm. even though like yeah I just couldn't see a way out that's been the biggest thing for me is feeling like I can actually achieve things and waking up feeling positive, waking up feeling ready for the day, not, not waking up dreading going, Oh my God, turn the alarm off. Oh my God, five more minutes. You know what I mean? Whereas now literally jumping out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. You've got purpose. Yeah. Which is great, (laughs) isn't it? That's what, that's what we all need, isn't it? We need purpose and, and goals. Mm. yeah and the other thing is like you know I've I've done this now for years years and years 15 years I think now and consistently studying and you know wanting to further myself all the time and you know Mm. about that because we talk about everything but I've never once said to you 
would you like me to do anything for you? I knew it, no. had, it had to come, you know, from completely yeah. from you. And when you reached out and said, how would you feel about working mm. with me through this? And I could hear the hesitation in your voice because mm. it's quite daunting and, and you're not quite sure what to expect. And it's embarrassing as well. Yeah. You're just sort of like. We're not we're not brought up to, to well we weren't anyway yeah, we weren't that's brought right. up to air, air our dirty linen in public sort of that's thing right. and um yeah you do talk about things but you don't talk as deeply not and, at that level yeah yeah yeah. I, I could, yeah exactly and it's not something it's quite overwhelming when you think oh gosh where are we going to go how much deeper are we going to get because you know how deep those feelings go you know how deep those emotions are and do you want that up because a lot of people feel by holding on to that fear and holding on to that you know anxiety or anything like that protects them like it's a Mm. um you know like a big coat it protects them from things that that will potentially you know overwhelm them or frighten them or something but and also, it doesn't it, it doesn't yeah sorry no no i just thought and it's that whole thing about once you let open that can of worms you can't mm, put it back in that's right that's right but if we don't jump and if we don't do it we're not growing you know there's exactly. that whole exp- expression if we're not growing we're dying which i know sounds a little <laughs> bit extreme but um yeah mm. and it affects everything it, it affects your life your relationship I- you're right, you need some water. I might, I might need to get some water. I'm just having a coughing if it. Hold on, two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and a sneeze in there too. Sorry, Anne. Oh, God. Yeah. Bless you. It's bringing, it's bringing it all up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, that's what happens, isn't it? It does. It opens everything up. Once you start talking about emotions and it's all, as I said, it's all those things a lot of people feel um, like – we all have something we all have we all question ourselves we don't feel supported or we feel you know ourselves being let down or we let other people down or we want more yeah. or you know but that's all part of being human we're all human we all have those emotions but it's about actually stopping and thinking right what's what's realistic goals what are things that i can do to bring back myself what's important to me exactly yeah yeah Oh, that's brilliant. So would you, I've sort of gone off where I was. It's um, great though. What would you find now, if, if would you recommend coaching to anyone? If as far as, you Definitely. know, preparing yeah. in, a, in a situation you're in, is it something, if you had a friend say, this is how I'm feeling, this is what I'm doing, is it something, I mean, you don't just sort of jump on everyone and say, this is what I did. It's amazing. But if you knew someone that well, that they yeah. were really struggling and feeling that uncomfortable, it's something I, you'd feel. Well, already I've I've brought it up with people. Like I've said, I've had some um counselling with Mel, mm-hmm. and of course it's very different because you're my friend. But mm-hmm. it, we've definitely talked. I've talked with other friends saying I just needed a bit bit of direction or I needed some help, and it, it has really helped me. But I I would definitely say to anybody, if you need anything reach out and then you can you can start to feel how you should be feeling I think it's that thing that you just everyone sort of thinks oh well this is my lot in life but actually it's not you should be you sh- everyone has the right to feel good or feel the best version of themselves mm-hmm. and it's 
Yeah. And to sort of release that burden and that guilt that we put on ourselves. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Well, I think you need to probably have a have a good night's rest now. I think the time difference is getting a bit late for you. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for chatting. And, it's lovely um, to speak to you. It's good to um till we haven't broken it down like this. So it's it's interesting to mm. sort of go through the process, even though, you know, each week we're doing more and more things and um, you've got different goals and you're you're killing it. I'm so happy to see how well you're doing. That makes me happy. That that's what brings me joy. Obviously, you're my mm. friend, so it's it's that too. <laughs> but but also to see where you're at and where you are in your relationship and where you are with your children and, and the conversations you're not having it's a different reaction you're having with, you know, moments in life or or friends or what you're present and you're you're sort of responding differently you're not taking it a personal because as you said we're all in different headspaces so it's it's great onwards and upwards always sounds great yeah how can I improve reassessing my life (laughs) that's right but we're always on that road right I think even when we're 85 95 we'll still be doing that definitely the way to be excellent well you take care of you and, and thanks you. for the chat. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Love you. Definitely. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. bye.